Thank you so much for being a listener of the Deep Believer Show. We love our listeners, we pray for our listeners, and we love to hear from our listeners. So if you have anything you'd like to say, if you have any testimonies, or if you have any questions, leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Again, we would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being a listener of The Deep Believer Show. Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer Bagnashi with Deep Believer. Today, we have an exciting return guest, a good friend of mine, Julie Lopez. If you haven't seen her story before, you can go after this video, but she was the ex-witch who basically exposed the devil's secrets. Today, she's going to expose Halloween, the truth about Halloween, what happens on Halloween, and should we participate in it? Christians and non-Christians alike. Julie Lopez, thanks so much for being on again. Oh, Jenny, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be back to this platform. I always say that this platform has like a special place in my heart. So thank you so much for having me back. Oh, thank you, Julie. And you have a special place in my heart. So Julie, question, answer. Should we celebrate Halloween? That is a no for me. We shouldn't be celebrating Halloween if we, like, especially Christians, we shouldn't be celebrating Halloween. The Bible says in Ephesians 5:11, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. So why are we going to be partnering with darkness when the Lord has called us to expose it? Exactly. Now, you being in witchcraft, earlier in your life, you know the type of things that's done on Halloween. Could you tell us some things that are done on Halloween that a lot of us may not know? You know something really important that I want people to under understand that this is basically the most important season from people in the occultism for witches, for warlocks, for satanists, for wizards, druids this is the most important time to celebrate this day to celebrate death why because in this day on the 31st there is a thin line between the two worlds between the spiritual realm and between the natural realm so there are a lot of rituals that take place on that night a lot of rituals from cleansing the house cleansing people cleansing their energies all of these type of things to basically do rituals, to do like ancestral connections, which is basically interacting with a spirit guys or people uh, from your ancestors that, that have died to blood rituals, to blood rituals from like Satanists doing blood rituals, doing sacrifices with humans, with animals, because they believe that on that night you can access, there is like the thin line. Now it allows you to be more connected to the devil, which they worship. And also it's like the power and everything is increased in that night. So they say that even for like marriages, to do rituals in marriages and like babies and all of those things for, for infirmities too, that that night is the perfect night to do rituals. So that's why I always say like, why do we want to be celebrating darkness? We shouldn't be partnering with darkness. And that night, let me tell you something, they also do 
uh, something that is basically like like a, like a ceremonial cleansing. Why? Because the witches, like, remember that we used to move in white witchcraft, black witchcraft. White witchcraft is that type of witchcraft that is all about nature, cleansing the energies, the earth, loving everything and good and declaration. So it's like a, the good type of witchcraft, which, as I said, is not good. Then the black one was the one that is for controlling people, for manipulating people, to put things on people and curses and infirmities and de destroying basically families. And we used to do basically this type of ceremonial cleansing in our house. Why? Because on that night, on the 31st, we used to connect with our ancestors, eh, 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 with the spirit guides, so you have to be some sort of protective so it would it wouldn't interfere with a basically with a dark spirit we used to have like light spirits dark spirits so we used to have a ceremony of cleansing in our house do october as a month of cleansing and purifying so when we were doing these rituals we wouldn't have like an interfering with a dark spirit with a demon basically so the imagine their understanding of this month of October and Christians are just celebrating it. Well, what we supposed to be doing is protecting our house. And this is what I have been doing with my family even before October started. I was fasting for three weeks, September, and I told my husband throughout October, I want us to be fasting. And we have been fasting already for almost three weeks. And we are going to continue throughout the rest of the month. And we have been praying. We have been having ho Holy Communion with our children every single day. I have been anointing my house, praying for my house, because I have the understanding. So this is what Christians, if you are light, this is what you should be doing. You should be praying throughout this month. You should be fasting. You should be in the spirit. You should be anointing your house. You should be having Holy Communion every single day. You shouldn't be celebrating and be part of darkness. You just mentioned at the beginning that rituals are done over marriages, over babies, over people in general. How do they how do they find these people to do these rituals on? They kidnap, listen, one week before the 31st. So I'm talking now about Satanists and I'm talking about uh, witches of high rank that they are involved in these type of things. One week before they kidnap people. They kidnap, they kidnap children. It's like the whole month of October is like a preparation and they kidnap people. And I want you to know something is that also through, it's not just the 31st, throughout the whole month, there's rituals being done. There's different type of rituals, depend on the moon, depend on the things that are being done. But on the 31st is the blood sacrifice rituals and they kidnap the people one week before they kidnap the children or babies or they buy the babies from mothers that they don't want the babies or they steal them and then on that night it's a whole night for rituals for blood sacrifices for that's how it's done they kidnap people that's why on that night we shouldn't and i want to repeat this over and over again we shouldn't be celebrating even if it's fun or even if you think my children are going to miss out on Halloween and they are going to be left out. Your children are not missing out on anything. Trust me, you are protecting your children and your generations. Why? Because on that night, the thinnest bail and curses are being released over people that are partnering with this activity. So that's why I said, please 
don't celebrate it. It's evil, it's dark, it brings death, it, it brings infirmities, it brings a lot of stuff that we need to be careful. So you're saying the entire month, stay away from it. Yes, the, the whole month, even before that, they just start fasting and preparing themselves for the month of October throughout the whole month of October until the 2nd of November is a whole month of rituals, sacrifices, and then the, the, the big day, the big day for which is the big day for Satanic Warlock is on the 31st. That is the night where they can literally cross the line with the other natural realm and all the incantations, all, all the rituals, everything that you do on, on that night is more powerful. So they believe that everything that you do on that night is going to be better. That's why even white witches that they are doing all of these apparently good rituals and all of that stuff, they believe that it's more powerful on, on that night. That's why that night is pure evil. It's all about demons. It's all about death. It's all about speaking to spirit guides and death and demons and, and ancestral spirits and rituals and blood, animals, humans. So the, there, there's nothing good about that night. And yes, it is throughout the whole month. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned all the way up until November 2nd. Why up until November 2nd? What happens on November 1st and November 2nd? So, you know, the the, no, the November 1st, uh, I think it's called the... All Saints Day? Yeah, All Saints Day. That is basically like in Lat Latin America, in, a, in a Spain, they celebrate the Day of the Dead, apparently of the saints, which is basically celebrating death. And that's also one of the days when in the Me Mexican culture, they have one day basically to celebrate death. So throughout also that night of the 1st of, of, of November, rituals are still being done on the 2nd of November. So what if your kid comes home or what if your child comes home and say, hey, my school is having a party and they don't name it Halloween party, it's just a dress up party. And it happened, say, October 14th or 15th. Would you say, okay, sure, that's fine because they didn't mention Halloween in it and it's just a dress-up party. But No, uh -huh. let me tell you why. You change the context, but its origins is still the same. So it doesn't matter how much you try to dress up, how much you try to dress up as an angel, or do the harvest festival or doing all of these different things that our churches are doing, the fact that you are changing the name or changing the, co the concept, it doesn't remove the origin and what is happening behind. It's not removing it. You are not going to, God hasn't called you to redeem Halloween. That is an eye that is already there. It's already, it's already there. It's already darkness and death and all of that stuff. It's the day of the enemy of, of, of the devil. Celebrate death. You're not going to redeem anything. <laughs> Let me tell you that. So that's why like my children, I don't sugarcoat anything to them. I sit with them. My youngest one is four. He knows. If he is watching a channel and suddenly Halloween pops up because now it is everywhere. He turns the channel straight away or my oldest son will tell him, change that now. My children know. I tell them, we come from this. The enemy destroy us and try to kill us. I am no partner with darkness. I am no celebrating death because I only celebrate life. 
So my children know, and even if they go to school, I tell the teachers, I'm sorry, we are Christians, we don't celebrate Halloween. If there is any, any celebrations or any sort of activity, I want you to please leave my children behind. If no, I don't send them to school. That's it. I don't send them to school. But right now we are homeschooling. Um, so thank God. <laughs> <laughs> here at home. What would you say dressing up does on Halloween or even the entire month? Is that a participation? It's like, it's, a, it's basically, it says in the Bible, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. It's basically you doing something that you don't understand. So when you are like dressing up and there's people like dressing up as like demons or like mermaids or, or like, like certain demons and you're basically declaring an identity over your child that, you know, that's not their identity. And also there's certain rituals too that you have to dress up. Like I was having a session with someone that I have been counseling and she was involved in satanic ritual abuse. And she was telling me it was like the most horrific stories that you could ever hear since she was a baby. She was involved in satanic ritual abuse and activities. So she told me everything that they do. And one of the things that she told me was that they dress up, one of them dress up as Jesus and they rape her. So imagine they, they dress up on that night, right? So it's evil. So they are dressing up as certain things and they're abusing these other people. So I don't want to go into more details, but just the fact that you are allowing your children to dress up on that night is that it's a part of a ritual and you are giving the enemy the legal right uh, um, to, to oppress your children. And this is another thing that people don't realize. You know, with the pumpkins, you know that the I don't know if, if um how to pronounce this in English. Is the the jacko jacko jack lantern? Yep, jack lantern. Mm -hmm. So you, you know, like before they used to do this these pumpkin things. They put the bale, like have like evil faces in the pumpkin because they will think, oh, the spirit. If you put that, they are not gonna come in. They are gonna get scared. There's a whole story behind this with Jack, and you know that he was. Uh, 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 they told him not to go to hell or to heaven, so his his soul was was lost. And what happened? Let me tell you something. So that jack and lantern thing that people do and all the pumpkins that did these people put throughout all their houses. Did you know in Santeria, I was I, I, I shared before that there are seven, seven uh, basically demons that in Santeria we used to work with, you know, some of them. One of them, let me tell you something, one of them is called Oshun. And in Ocean? Santeria, o Oshun. Oshun. How do you spell yes. that? O-C-E-A-N? O-S-H-U-N. Oh. And in Santeria, this demon represent, represents the pumpkin. So people are basically putting out their, the pumpkins and all of these rituals, putting things inside of the pumpkin. What you are doing is that you are inviting this demon to destroy the families because that's also a demon that you can use for like when you want to destroy marriages or things so you partner with that demon to release that over marriages and there are rituals that you do with pumpkins and offerings that you give to this demon like what like oranges cinnamon like pumpkins so you give to this demon the pumpkin so by you on that night or throughout the month putting those pumpkins outside of your house 
It's like you are inviting and you are giving an offering to this demon and then the open is the portal is open and you are inviting this demon to destroy your marriage to destroy your family that's why the bible said my people are perished because of lack of knowledge you're getting involved in activities that you don't even know where this come from you don't even know what the costume mean or the pumpkins or any of these things mean and you basically you just cursing your family and years down the line you realize your family is broken your marriage has been destroyed, your children are drug addicted, and you don't realize that you have been throughout all your life opening a, a portal. And this is more dangerous for Christians. Why for Christians? Because you carry the light. You're supposed to know Jesus and the light and all of that. Demons know that you are a Christian, so they are going to come for you. Why? Because you are opening a portal and they want to bind you so you are already cursing your family, your children, your generations to come. This is why like, it's important. Like, we have to have knowledge and investigate. And even if you don't know what is the meaning behind it, just the fact that celebrates death and brings fear and brings all of these dark emotions, you shouldn't be celebrating it. Just because of that. And we see in the Bible, a lot of Bible verses that talk about like, that we shouldn't be involved in witchcraft, that we shouldn't be talking to mediums or to spirits, that we cannot celebrate, we cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. So it's not, we are not making this up. It's actually in the Bible. So please read your Bible. Please read your Bible. <laughs> uh, we don't want any strange comments. So Julie, what about those who say, can I put a pumpkin and not carve it outside of my house? Is that okay? Throughout this month? Yeah. No. So no pumpkins I because some people are like, okay, how about I just won't make a jack-o'-lantern? How about I just put pumpkins? Because I know here in the United States, I don't know about in, in uh, Europe, but I know in the United States, people here like to put pumpkins and sometimes squash and other little things outside but you say no don't even put pumpkins out there because it's some sort of invitation to the devil listen you can do it throughout the month of november no but not november 1st and 2nd though right <laughs> okay yes <laughs> the <laughs> other days you can why you have to wait for the month of, of october and let, let me tell you also something about the 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 story or the history behind halloween they used to put put outside so the demons wouldn't come in inside the house and torment them. So by you doing that, it's like you are still, even if it doesn't have the face, or even if it doesn't have the candle, you are putting the food outside and you are inviting that stuff inside your house. So that's why throughout the month of October, we shouldn't, I personally, I'm really drastic and cut all of these things. I'm like, no. Give you one candy. I can't go to the shop and I buy you a candy, or we can do something in November. If you want to dress up, you have the whole year. I can dress you up and we can play games, but no on October. That is not happening in my in my house. No pumpkins outside, inside, any type. I'm not inviting demons to my house. I, I'm only inviting the whole the Holy Spirit. So I will advise the people, don't do it. Let's go back to churches, how churches like to have hallelujah harvest parties or chunk or treats you say even rewording it doesn't justify doing it as i was saying before like 
you cannot separate the connections from the origin. The origin is evil. The origin is darkness, is fear, is death. As I said, like even if you dress as an angel, the origin is still there. So I believe that in this time, the churches could do evangelism and bring, but not only on, on that day, that on that night, that's something that we should be doing throughout the whole year. That's something that we should be bringing people in and bringing the harvest and all of that stuff, no, especially on that night. So I say the same, you have the whole year to do that, why you have to do it on that night? Why do you have to do it in that in that night? You could be praying or bringing awareness to your congregation, teaching about darkness, not teaching about darkness as such, but teaching them about what is going on, the children, so they can open their eyes and they can understand that oh, that, oh, that night we worship, we praise Jesus, we do Holy Communion, we go all around the neighborhood pleading the blood of Jesus and not any type of celebration because there's nothing to celebrate on that night it's so dark and so evil that i don't think we should we should be doing any type of festivals or, or rituals or celebrations when you have all year to celebrate and invite people and do whatever harvest you want to do that's mm -hmm. my thought but that's my personal thought it doesn't mean that you guys have to do it as the holy spirit that's my own um yeah yeah okay so when you were in witchcraft did you participate in any rituals on halloween or during the month of october for halloween yes of course as i was saying before one of them was the cleansing of our house to make making sure that none of these black spirits will interfere or all or all of these things but we have the understanding that on that night that there, there was power that you could do any type of ritual and you will understand that what well, it will come to pass i can speak to my ancestors i can speak deeper with my spirit guide i can bring other other spirits and speak to them throughout these rituals throughout uh, all of these rituals in the middle of the house or through mediums and all of that stuff. So we we had an understanding of that and i i think it's not it wasn't only me i think a lot of people that come out of the occultism they can testify that throughout the month of October and especially on that night, that's when you do all the rituals and all the consecrations and blood rituals and enchantments and everything that you want to do dark or white, it was on that night. So yes, we did, we did um, rituals. Mm -hmm. And I know that you covered this at the beginning really quickly, but I want you to touch on it again. Who knowingly participates and Halloween rituals. Everyone involved in the occultism, everyone, everyone, because they understand what it moves on this month and on that night. So people doing white witchcraft, as I said, is not just a night that uh, uh, for Satanists or for doing black black magic and rituals and sacrifices. This is this is for everyone involved in the occultism, doing white witchcraft, black witchcraft, red, 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 green, satanists, wizards, warlocks, everyone does it because the veil is so thin that accessing the spiritual realm is easier. Talking to your spirit guides is easier. Talking to your ancestors is easier. There's more power for you doing the enchantments that you want to do for, you know, for your finances or for your for your marriage or for health 
or for having babies or if it's to put like black magic into someone's life to destroy something you know that that night you can partner with white spirits or black spirits okay let me tell you that's wrong there's no white or black everything is wrong because it's death is demons, you're partnering with demons, you're not partnering with your ancestors. So everyone involved, depend of, you know, the, as I said, white, black, they are involved in that because they understand that, they, that there is power on that night. So you said all of the people who are active in the occult, what are some organizations that you would consider or that are the occult that you could give us an idea in those watching what are examples of organizations that are considered in the occult? Satanist is one of them. Uh, the Wiccan religion, one of them. Um, Druids, uh, Celtics. So all of these people are involved. You can even Google it and you will find a whole list of who, or who practice all of these things and witches and uh, people involved in Santeria, people involved in the Yoruba religion, uh, what else? There's, um, there's, it's just, I cannot say specifically, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them that use that night and throughout the whole month for rituals and consecrations. What about candy? Because I know a lot of people are saying, not a lot of people are saying, but I'm going to say like a lot of families who don't celebrate Halloween, they give their kids candy for Halloween so they don't feel left out is that okay as long as they don't pass it out or is it okay to pass it out too or is that participating so it might I I say the same thing you have all year 365 days to give candies to your children you know in my case what we do on that night we put super book last year we went the day before all around my neighborhood doing prophetic acts declaring the blood of Jesus and on that night what we did we watched Superbook or just Christian cartoons and we have popcorn I don't want them to associate that day with candies or any type of form because if they grow up and the concept of candy and Halloween is going to be still present in their mind so I don't want them to associate oh Halloween ah, and candy and sweet oh yes it's fine I don't want them to associate the both of them so on that night I do completely different things so they don't even think about Halloween so they don't even and you ask my children they don't care about Hall Halloween we do other things on that night we pray we worship we watch cartoons we we we, we have popcorn as our family we do other other things so I try not to even give them sweets or candy so they don't you know relate Halloween or that day with sweets but as I said that's personally what I do People, you can ask the Holy Spirit for the strategies of what you, you can do. But if you have 365 of the year, like days to give candies to your children, why you should do it on that night when you can do it the next day or the day after or the day after. So Julie, are there portals that open or are there open portals on Halloween? And if so, what is a portal? Okay. There are open portals in Halloween and a portal is something that is opened in the spiritual realm that can, that when it's open, it manifests in your life, in your natural, in this physical realm. I always say this before it happens in the physical, it manifests before it happens in the physical, it manifests in the spiritual realm. So on that day, a portal is open, right? 
that night you see death, you see fear, you see confusion, you see like a lot of things are playing on, the, on that night. Some people when they're doing rituals, they also have drugs. Why? Because when you consume drugs, you are more exposed to the natural, to the spiritual realm. So a lot of stuff are on that night. So when you participate in darkness and you participate in this type of things, you are basically signing in the spiritual realm like a contract and you're making a covenant to the enemy and you are giving that contract to the enemy and you are telling him, there you have, now you have a legal right over my life. You can do what you want. So what happens is that when the portal is open, there are a lot of things that can pass to you and your children and your generations. And I'm talking this also from experience. Death, you are opening the portal to death. You are opening the portal to fear. You're opening the portal to mental health issues, depression, anxiety, suicide. You're opening the portal to poverty. Why to poverty? Because even though, like, listen to this. When you are going to a witch or to someone, to a santero or something, to do a ritual or something, you are paying them. So you are making a covenant with your finances to darkness. If you are celebrating Halloween and you are buying handies and the costume, you are paying for it. So you are making a covenant with darkness with your finances. So straight away, you are opening a portal for the spirit of poverty, a spirit of lack, death, all of the stuff to touch your finances. Also, you are opening the portal to infirmities. What type of infirmities? Blood issue related. Why? The same thing. Because on, on the rituals, blood bloodshed of human, of animals, there is bloodshed involved, there is killing. So that falls on the ground and that produces a curse. Now, you are partnering with that, you are cursing your health. And then some people start suffering with blood issues like lupus, diabetes, um, menstruation, irregu irregularities, and other blood type of uh, blood issues related so that it opened the portal to all of these things to mental health issues depression anxiety suicide poverty death accidents destruction it's just it's just everything that you can imagine you are bringing that inside your house because that what halloween is is what is death is blood sacrifices you're partnering your finances with darkness you are partnering your children so then your children grow up and when they are teenagers, they start to consume drugs, they start to be rebellion. Rebellion is the scene of witchcraft. So if you have someone in your house that's been rebellious, it could be something related to witchcraft. So it's just, you have it in the Bible. I'm not making th things up. You have all of these connections and all of these things is in the Bible. So it opens up the portal and the enemy is basically, as I said, has this contract and you are giving the enemy this contract and the enemy can now, Home and do whatever he wants to do because you have been already giving him the legal right. And let me tell you something. Even if people say, oh, I'm fine. I celebrated Halloween through all, all of these years. Nothing ever happened. The fact that it didn't happen straight away, it doesn't happen that it's not going to happen to your children. Because sometimes it doesn't manifest in you, but it manifests in your generations. Okay? So people say, I'm fine, I'm fine. Wait, 
look what your children are going through and look what your children children are going through because it's all linked even if it jumps one generation is going to attack the next generation for sure so for those that said oh i'm fine i i sell i celebrated it and i never i didn't get anything i invite them to explore their life and i also invite them to see the consequences that now their children are like harvest like they're picking from what they did so are you saying that even if you didn't see anything raising your children, you allowing them to participate could actually curse them in the future or curse your grandchildren or your grandchildren's children? 100% and you know why? Because remember that the spiritual realm and all of this, it works in authority in, in ranks and every person represents like a type of authority in the church, our leaders. That's why it's important who is our leader, who is our cover, because he represents something. Parents, we have a special authority over our children for cursing or for blessing. So even you are cursing your generations at the moment, as I said, you're giving this contract to the enemy and you're basically telling him, you have the contract, now you have my children and now you have my generations to come because of the authority that fathers, mothers, we represent. So now the whole generations to come now are being cursed until someone raise up and repent, renounce and close that portal. Would you say that everybody who participates, they're putting a curse on either themselves or their family members? Everybody. 100%. 100%. If you are celebrating that, you're putting a curse over yourself. And even if you don't have children for your generations to come because it's in the spirit, is there in the spiritual umbilical core, the course is already there and is passing through your children, even if you haven't had children yet. And if you are a mother or a father and you are participating in this and watching witchcraft movies throughout this month and all of these things, you are already partnering with that, you're opening the portal. So yes, you are being cursed by participating. Now, what in the world is the purpose of putting drugs in razors and candy? Why do they do that? What's what's the purpose? So this is people that move in black witchcraft or satanism when they are assigned to certain regions or neighborhoods or cities. Remember that they work with principalities and principalities are there to change the principles of a city or the principles of a nation. Right. So when they are doing that, they are binding the people, because if you have the people bind through courses, through something that they eat. And even in witchcraft, some rituals that we used to do, we used to put things on drinks, on foods, because that's how it enters in the body. And that's how you basically cause the person from inside with infirmities, with uh, things inside of their body. So that's why when people are cursing the candies or you know, cursing even the costumes and they are releasing the spirits into those things, now the children are grabbing that stuff that has been consecrated and they are eating it. And even if it comes from a, a house that there's witches in there or Saturn is in there, even if they don't cause it because of the atmosphere that's moving in there and they are giving that to, you, to your children, you are already grabbing what that thing is carrying because remember that also demons attached to objects, at, attached to certain things. So now you're putting that inside of your body and now the children children start to get sick without them knowing and they start to deal with other things and nightmares and 
and, and depression, little children dealing with suicide, and all of that is because of those candies that have been cursed that they have put, put inside of the body. And these people do it because that's how you control people. If you have people curse and bind, that means that you can do whatever you want in that region. But now if there's people that are walking in power, walking in boldness in the, author in the authority of Jesus, they know that their time is up. Why? Because they know that the power of the blood of Jesus, the light of Jesus, they cannot come against that. So now they have to move out of their territory. So that's one, one of the reasons why they do it is for territory purposes. Tell me this, Julie, what do you say to the Christian or Christians who says, well, I'm protected by the blood of Jesus so I can do it and I won't be cursed. What do you say? Because there's a lot of Christians who believe that where as long as they're a Christian and they're safe, they say that they can participate in Halloween because they're covered and they're protected. What do you say to them? What you are doing right there, you are stepping into the blood of Jesus and blaspheming the blood of Jesus. Why? Because as I said before, that night there's rituals being done. So what you are doing, you are crucifying Jesus over and over again. I don't think, I don't, I can't imagine Jesus being on his throne, looking at us and thinking, oh, that person is covered with my blood. Oh yes, go and celebrate it. The Bible is clearly stated. We don't, we cannot participate in darkness. We need to expose it. So if you are exposing it, it's different. It's a, diff it's a different thing. If you are evangelizing and saying, okay, I'm covered with the blood of Jesus. I'm going to go to evangelize to witches. You are covered with the blood of Jesus. The Lord is protecting you. But if you are participating on it and you are declaring the blood of Jesus, you are committing blasphemy against what Jesus did on the, in the cross for you. And you're basically telling him, hey, Jesus, you died for me on the cross. You bind darkness. You did all of this for darkness, but I'm going to take this same blood and I'm going to go and celebrate darkness. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. And it's, I, I call it blasphemy because that's what you are doing. You are taking the blood of Jesus to celebrate darkness. It's, it's just I don't see any people in the occultism coming to celebrate with us Easter or coming to us with on Sunday and worship with us. So why Christians should do that? If we don't see them coming to church, worshiping with us or celebrating Easter or celebrating Jesus, why are you guys celebrating darkness and going and partnering with them and dressing up and picking candies and doing all of that stuff? We need to stop that. We need to stop that because we are not, we are not giving a good example of what of the, we are not a good representation of Jesus. We are stepping into what Jesus did on the cross for us, which is basically against darkness. And now we are celebrating. It just doesn't make sense. I 100% agree with you, Julie. And like you just said, you don't see witches and warlocks coming to churches celebrating with us. They may come to the churches to cast spells on a church, but they don't come and celebrate with us. So why should we celebrate their holiday with them? That makes so much sense. So what would you say to a family? and the children who participated for years and they're hearing you right now and they're learning all this, what would you say to the children to help them realize or to help convince them that this is doing that to their lives? Because I know kids, their main, their main, I guess, argument is, but it's fun. It's the only time of year I get to dress up. Halloween is my best holiday. 
what would you say to that family who who have done it all their lives and are on the edge of you know debating should i do it i don't want my kid to be upset what would you say to that family I will speak especially to the parents because the parents are the ones that have to explain to them and bring that authority. I will say to them, don't sugarcoat what happens in that night to your children. I've been sharing this with my children since, since look, my, my youngest one now is four. I've been sharing it since, since he was three. And I explain to them and I, and I, and I tell them and I, I don't try to sugarcoat anything so they understand, but also I'm careful with putting fear on them, right? Because I don't want them to think, oh, it's evil that night, mommy, don't go, mommy, stay. So I try to make it transparent, but at the same time, I try to protect them. So I will say to them, don't sugarcoat anything. You don't want your children to be cursed. You don't want your children to, to go out there and you know, open up this portal to the enemy for fear and for and for that. So you need to explain to them what it moves in that night. You tell them that there are certain people that they are like stealing or, or kidnapping other or other people, other children to do rituals and to do evil things. And I always focus in Jesus. I tell them, look, there was a season when my son, he really wanted to do it and I had to sit with him and I told him, we are children of light. We have nothing to do with darkness. We, we, we follow Jesus. Jesus is the true, the life, the way. We follow life. We celebrate life. We celebrate Jesus, but we don't celebrate death. So I always tell them, Halloween is death because of all of these evil things and all the fear that's moving and all of that stuff. What correlation has darkness with light? Nothing. So when I explained to that, my children, he realized, oh, we are Christian. We are children of God. We are children of light. We have nothing to do with darkness. And then after that, you just need to ask the Holy Spirit to give you a strategies of what you can do on that day. As I said, I don't dress up. I don't do candies. I just made that day like, like a family day. Let's go and watch a movie. Let's pick up some popcorn and let's do something fun. But I don't. I don't associate Halloween or, or costumes on that day with them so they can detach completely from that. And I always say this, like, they are children, but they are intelligent. They understand. They understand. It says train the children on the, on the, on the right way and they won't depart even when they are older. So that as parents, we are in charge. We are going to be accountable to God for their soul. So as parents, we need to be careful, even if they get upset. I'm sorry, my love. I am accountable to God for your soul. I'm doing the godly thing right now. It's not even the right thing. It's the godly thing. And we don't celebrate darkness. That's it. And as they grow, they are going to understand that I cry the first few days. They might get upset. But as you are talking to them and explaining daily, they are going to understand. As I said, this is the point where my children they don't care. They don't feel like they are missing out anything. They they just don't care because they know that we are children of light. We don't celebrate death and darkness. As simple as that. Amen. So what would you say to those people who are like, I am done with Halloween. I used to celebrate Halloween, but I don't anymore. But I feel like because I haven't renounced it or anything like that, I feel like my family may still be cursed or I still may be cursed. 
So how would you say is a way or the way to break the curse that's been put on your life since you've been participating in Halloween, even once? How do they break the curse? So do you know that deliverance is linked to repentance? So what you have to do, one of the first steps always for breaking curses, for breaking iniquities, for breaking your own sins or witchcraft is repentance. You repent and you ask God forgiveness for what you have done. Father, forgive me, Lord, if I have practiced witchcraft knowingly or unknowingly, if I have practiced even Halloween and I have partnered with darkness and celebrate death, I ask you that you forgive me and you cleanse me and my children with your blood, Jesus. And right now in Jesus' name, I renounce everything that entered because of witchcraft, because of death, because of Halloween, because of this celebration. I renounce death, infirmity, poverty, mental health issues, accidents, destruction. I renounce lack. And you start renouncing the things that you see that might affect you. And in the name of Jesus, I close this portal and I command these spirits to live and never return in Jesus' name. And you finish with Holy Communion. You have the blood of Jesus. You have the body of Jesus. And this is why the Holy Communion is important. The blood and the body because witches and satanists when they do rituals they eat the body of the sacrifice they understand that there's power in the blood so they drink the blood or they will eat the body the parts of the organs because they understand that the blood has like it gives them like some sort of power and it makes them it, it, it also gives power to these principalities and to these demons because they want blood. Like when I was consecrated to this principality, he wanted my blood. So I tried to commit suicide. I was cutting my veins. Why? Because they want blood. So that's why it's important for us to understand the blood of Jesus, the body of Jesus and what he did in the cross for us. That is the perfect and ultimate sacrifice and we don't have to do any other sacrifice. So when you finish repenting, renouncing, praying, you grab the Holy Communion, you bless them, you give thanks to Jesus, for what he did in the cross for his blood because he redeemed you he cleansed you and as you are having the holy communion the blood of jesus you are just declaring that's cleansing you that's purifying you that's breaking everything and that's it and you give it to your to your children to your husband and that's what you have to do this this um yeah so julie now that we've heard all of this what is the origin of halloween so the origin of Halloween comes from this um, Asian pagan fe festival celebrated by, I always pronounce this wrong, is it Celtic or Celtic? Celtic, right? Celtic or Celtic, I know. The Celtic. From, I guess. It, it was it, it celebrated by, by Celtic people over 2,000 years ago, and it was basically the Shaman or the Lord of Death. You can even go to Google and do your own uh, uh, research. So on this October 31st, this shaman or the Lord of Death will basically release this spirit, these demons to attack humans. So the Celts believe that the dead will walk among the living at this time. So they will basically put like bonfires and wear costumes of gods, witches, evil things. Why? So they will not be mistaken for spirits themselves. So they used to just wear all these costumes and all these things so the demons wouldn't come 
and attack them. So that's why the origin of, of the costumes is basically you just saying, you just dressing up as an evil or as a, as, a, as a thing, like saying, oh, I don't want the demons to come and attack me, but at the, at the same time, you are partnering with that, with that stuff. So also, according to the Celtic mythology, as I said before, the veil between the other world and our world was during this night was the finest. So it was during that night, it was easier for all these spirits and all the souls and the people that die to return. So on that night, they used to do um, calling, like basically they used to call the dead, mediums, they used to do this type of rituals to speak to them. And also people will make offerings of food. Why? So they will put the food outside. So in order to get on the good side of these spirits, so they wouldn't also come in inside your house. That's why the pumpkin thing, that's why all of this other food that they will put outside in, the, in their houses. So this demon will take the food and they wouldn't come inside the house, but you just basically partnering with darkness. And also across all these years, devil worshipers believe or believe that October 31st that was the day of the, the that they could go to the enemy, to the devil, to invoke him for divinations or concerning marriages, health issues, and all of these things, decisions. So that's why uh, uh, that's kind of like the origin and why they used to just leave the food outside to appease these spirits traveling the earth or to dress up with the costume so they wouldn't be. Uh, so they wouldn't be, so the demons wouldn't come and take them. And then jack o lantern thing that I don't know how to pronounce, I'm sorry. Jack you said it right, Jack-o-Lantern. Jack-o-Lantern, <laughs> as I said before, with the light inside. But that is, a, a, that is evil too, because as I said, that is the representation of this principality or shown in Santeria. And all you are doing is basically giving offerings without you knowing you are opening a portal and you're just offering rituals to this demon and food offerings and you're just inviting him to come inside your house and that's when you have the consequences so that's like a little bit of the story but you can even go to google and do your own research and you are going to see each one of these things so what it sounds like you're saying is october 31st when halloween comes around act like it's not even there exactly in my case what i do as i said i don't i don't even get scared because there's nothing to be scared of. I have the blood, the blood of Jesus. I have been fasting throughout the whole month. I know to my house, my children having Holy Communion. Um, on that night, we just watch a movie. We have popcorn. I can maybe like do prayer, extra prayer, but you don't have to just act like you don't care about Halloween. Just worship Jesus. Just worship Jesus on that night and exalt his name. Don't even focus in darkness. Don't even focus in fear. Just worship Jesus. That's all I do on that night. Amen. And speaking of sacrifice, it's a good idea. On Halloween, remember the true sacrifice. Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us, who really shed his blood for us and who made a big difference. That's why we have the chance to have eternal life. So communion, I believe, is a great way to celebrate the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. How powerful is that? wow julie could you do us a favor yeah you know i'm about to ask you could you pray (laughs) could you pray for everyone who are contemplating celebrating halloween 
Could you pray for those who are basically saying, I'm done with it for them to stay strong, even if they have children, you know, who may cry, like you said, for a day or two, could you just pray for those who are contemplating um, Halloween and those who are saying, I am done with it. Could you just pray for them to give them the strength and for the Lord to soften the hearts of those who are listening to this right now? Yes. Father, we just want to give you thanks, Father, for what you have done throughout this life, Father. And thank you, Lord, because we know, Father, that you are touching people's life, Father, that the light of Jesus is coming and opening their eyes, the eyes of their understanding. Father, I just declare that every scale, Father, is falling from their eyes right now in the name of Jesus. That even, Father, if there's people in here, even like contemplating the idea of celebrating darkness, of celebrating that night, I just declare that the fear of the Lord is going to touch their lives right now. And that every doubt, that every lie, Father, it falls on the ground right now in the name of Jesus. And I just declare, Father, that you are raising up an army, that you are raising up, Father, a remnant, Father, in this season, and people that are not going to kneel to Baal, Father, in the name of Jesus. I just speak a strength to every parent father even to every teenager father right now that are making the decision of no partnering with darkness i just declare father boldness i just even declare father your favor and your grace father in their lives right now in jesus name and father i just come against every spirit of death accident infirmities mental health issues even someone with with suicide right now that has been tormenting them i command the spirit of suicide to lose their mind right now in the name of Jesus and everything, Father, that the enemy has been trying to bring their way, we break it in the name of Jesus. And thank you, Father, because we declare that we are exposing darkness. We declare, Father, your light, your kingdom, Father, is established in the name of Jesus. And we just declare, Father, let your glory fall upon each one of us, Father, and help us to be more like you, Jesus. Help us to walk in boldness and to say, I'm not celebrating this anymore. I don't care what my family are thinking. I don't care what other people are saying. I'm going to follow Jesus and I'm going to follow his light and his truth. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord. In Amen. Jesus' name we pray. Yeah. Amen. Julie, Julie Lopez. Thank you once again. I think this is your third time on, probably not your last, <laughs> but thank you so much for educating those and enlightening us with the truth of Halloween and how to break free from the curse if we have participated in it. Jennifer, thank you for inviting me one more time. I hope to come back soon. <laughs> and I hope, yeah, that, that people in here open their senses and they can understand that is evil and we shouldn't be celebrating with that so thank you so much and see you soon